You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Jamie Migdahl, and I'm your host for this episode of Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. I am so excited to be here with you. You know that this is a special show for us and for me to be able to do with you and for you. We have been exploring um, through our, I think this is number seven, and what we've been doing, and I think we've been doing it pretty well, is having these incredible conversations with really inspirational, innovative, and just great people doing really impressive and special things in the pet industry as it relates to pet and then just the industry at large. We've talked to some bird people person, a rescue person, a tech entrepreneur, real estate niche business in the pet space, just really cool stuff. And, you know, at the end of the day, my goal is for you to feel like you can do it too, or to feel or to learn about something that you didn't know existed and to try to create things around that. Our focus for um, Pets Mean Business is really the innovation and the entrepreneurship that happens, that comes to life when people are working within their passion and pets are passion. So for me, being in this industry for over 20 years, I will say, and I say it every time because it's totally true, which is there has not been a single day in this 20 plus year history that I haven't felt completely inspired or intrigued by someone's product idea, their innovation, whether it be on the dog daycare services side or something you know completely innovative on the animal welfare side. There's always something that someone's doing that is just mind-blowing. In fact, I just heard about uh, this shelter that's here in Chicago, and the woman who runs it is an attorney. Two women who run it are attorneys, and they just decided a couple of months ago to just leave their massive attorney jobs and just own the shelter and work it and grow it. And they just opened up a Portland location and they're doing all this amazing stuff. So it just comes everywhere and anywhere. And our guest today is just the embodiment of that. And I've, I'm actually, (laughs) hi, Kristen. I'm, (laughs) I'm actually, hi, Kristen. So this is really cool for me because I have been a fan of Kristen's just as like a person in the industry looking up to other people who have done great things. I'm intimidated by your awesomeness and your greatness. And I have No, it's totally true. No, no, no. You know, it's true. I already told you this in private, so I can say this now in public. You embody for me what it is to be innovative and to be present and to be true to oneself in following and creating a career that works. So everybody, let me um, let me introduce this. You're very welcome, Kristen. So everybody who we're talking to today is Kristen Levine. Some of you may already know about Kristen because she's certainly done many things and lots of it in the public spotlight. So I'm grateful that you took the time. I know you're super busy. I'm grateful that you're here with us today. I'm so excited for you to talk about where you are how you got there, where you want to go, give some tips, share some stories with our listeners, and be the inspiring, beautiful human being that I already know that you are. So, <laughs> well, I'm I'm more than delighted to be here, Jamie, and I just I love what you're doing, and I love this show because I wish this show had existed twenty some years ago when I started. <laughs> Made things a lot easier. No, you're road. right. No, you're right, and that's <laughs> the whole idea behind this show is that we need to be able to provide, you know, us old timers, right? We need to be able to provide 
we need to be mentoring and we need to provide opportunities right. and insight for folks that are looking to be someone and do something with our animals and beyond. So before we go any further, I do want to do just, if you don't mind um, letting me do this, mm-hmm. I just want to give the bio, right? I just want to give kind of sure. an overview of who you are and then, and then I think we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and get into it. So everybody, I'm going to tell you about Kristen um, from my perspective. So Kristen is, I think that I've made this clear. She is a true, true, true pet industry authority and obviously an entrepreneur. She has this incredible reputation for helping what she calls, and I, I love this, pet positive brands connect with the authentic, just connect authentically with pet lovers. And part of where she comes from is that she believes that we need pets just as much as they need us. And through her work and through her personal and development, through her product and business development, she actually shows people how to live happier, healthier lives through their pets. She does that through a multimedia platform, which is Kristen Levine Pet Living. And then, you know, going a little bit backwards in 2003, she founded the first marketing agency to exclusively serve the pet industry in the veterinary market called Fetching Communications, which is just incredible. And today, that agency, Fetching Communications, actually serves businesses around the globe. So it's really impressive that for the last 10 years, 12 years, she's built, she's created a niche and actually has grown that globally. And I know that today you're living in Florida. Right? Currently, Kristen lives in Florida with her husband and her dog and her two cats. And believe it or not, two miniature donkeys. So that's, um, <laughs> did I get it all right? Is that, did I do that? You got well? it. It's okay. perfect. <laughs> all right. Good. All right. So before we go to break, if you wouldn't mind, let's go ahead and give your website because I feel like a lot of people have told me that they like to get on, you know, people sure. do this multitasking. They like to get on the lines and look on the interwebs and see who you are while they're listening to your story. So would you give your Absolutely. website? Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. It's just kristenlevine.com and Kristen is spelled K-R-I-S-T-E-N. L-E-V-I-N-E dot com. And, or you can just Google Pet Living and it'll come up too. Okay. And then obviously we've already talked about the fact that there are other businesses, fetchingcommunications.com, petpr.com. But I think for this conversation, tell me if I'm right, it would be better if people want to connect with you visually and on the internet, that it would be better to be looking at your at the Kristen Levine site, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That'd be right. perfect. Awesome. Okay. So we have well established that I have a girl crush on Kristen and and she's awesome and she's going to teach us a lot and we're going to have an awesome conversation when we return from our sponsor break. This is Jamie Migdahl, your host, Pets Mean Business. So happy to have you here. We'll be back in a few. Listen, cat people, it's just litter. Until you realize those big boxes mean big smells, big messes, and big money. Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter with concentrated power. It guarantees less smells, less work, all with less litter. Try the small bag that lasts one cat 30 days and you'll realize it's just litter. Unless it's World's Best Cat Litter. Find it at Target, Walmart, and at your local grocery and pet stores. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free, and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
guys, we're back. This is Jamie Migdahl, your host, Pets Mean Business on the Pet Life Radio Network. And as I obviously have been um, falling all over myself before the break, we're here today with Kristen Levine. And you already, if you're online looking at her website, you can see how wonderful and how much she's done and just and quite a beautiful lady as well, by the way. And also, I just Aww. love, if I may say, you are, you're so pretty. And I know that's so, that's so ridiculous, but you are so pretty. And also, I think too, which I, I said to you when I saw you last week, full disclosure, Kristen and I did spend some time together last week in Nashville at the Blog Pause event that I spoke about a couple of episodes uh-huh. ago. I did tell you that I love your fashion style. Oh, well, and I love your, yours. We were complimenting each other that day that we sat down together. So I think I, um, if we lived closer, we could share our wardrobes probably. I know. We do. We kind of have... What do you wear? I'm an eight and a half to nine. What about you? Okay. I'm an eight. We can do that. That'll okay, work. We can totally make that work. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So here we are. We are two girls who just happen to really like each other and also really respect each other in case that's not too obvious at this point. Oh, I'm so glad to have you here. It's so much fun to be talking Thank with you. you. You're welcome. Thank All right. You. So you're so welcome. So, you know, let's do, um, let's start with a question or let's start with a discussion that I feel like <laughs> folks in our industry always struggle with. It's the cocktail party question, right? Because oh, when, yeah. yeah, right. That whole, like, so uh, what do you do? You can't say I'm an accountant. You can't say I'm a doctor. You can't say I'm a lawyer. I'm not an author. I'm, I mean, there's nothing that, there's no one liner, right? The elevator pitch for what, what you do is probably, I would imagine, pretty interesting. Would you share that with us? So, so we'll, we'll do this. Okay. We'll pretend. Ready? Hi, Kristen. It's okay. nice to meet you. So, so Kristen, what do you do for a living? Well, I have to ask you a question first. Am I talking to you as a oh, no a per, like are, am I at a pet conference in an elevator? No, no. or am I in, out out in just in public? Oh, you're in the real world. You're in the um, real non- world. Okay. Yeah, okay. you're in the. You you're in, okay, start yeah. over. Do it again. Okay. Again. Okay. So here we're we're at this beautiful cocktail party and we're hanging out and I get to meet you through a friend and I say, so Kristen, what do you do for a living? Well, I show people how to live happier, healthier lives through their pets. Do what? <laughs> Well, I, I believe that we need pets just as much as they need, and I help those people understand how their life can actually be better through better health and more fun with their companion animals. And how do you do that? Well, I do that by educating people about what the pet relationship looks like beyond just a companion. I, I think we all clearly think about our pets as companions, buddies, best friends, confidants. But, you know, there's also so much research that backs up the fact that living with a pet, having a pet, being in a pet's presence can offer us so many physical, mental, and and even social benefits. And so my mission with my blog, you know, Pet Living, is really to help people recognize that we do need pets as much as they need us because they can help us live longer, healthier lives, more fulfilling lives. So I totally get that. And now I'm back to being Jamie, the person who actually knows you. That was really good role playing. Though. So, so I totally get that. And I, I would imagine that given your um, energy and your charm and your just overall enthusiasm about um, kind of pitching who you are and what you do, it just, it, it obviously just organically makes sense to people. Can you talk about and speak to whether you, A, consider yourself an entrepreneur? And if you do, when did you feel comfortable owning that title? At what point uh, in your that's career? A really great, that's a really great question. And it's funny because entrepreneur is my favorite title. Like mm-hmm. if I thought it would, people would get it, I would put that on my card, on my business mm-hmm. card. But mm-hmm. I don't think, I think certain people would get it, but everybody else would be like, what? So I love being an entrepreneur because I love... I love creating. I love challenge. I love. I love that I'm in an industry that is 
so warm and fuzzy and, and so can be so uplifting and that being an entrepreneur allows you to build a business that fits your life. I think part of the question was, when did I own that title or when did I feel comfortable yep. with that title? Yeah, yeah. When did you feel I like think, you would want to put that on your card? I would say probably halfway into owning my, um, so in 2003, I started Fetching Communications that you mentioned earlier, which is the, the PR agency dedicated exclusively to the pet and veterinary marketplace. I would say about five years into owning and building and growing Fetching, I really started to take a lot of pride in what was created and the team that we had and the work that we were doing. And I think that's probably when I really started thinking of myself as an entrepreneur and started reading Inc. Magazine and stuff like that, you know? Right. Well, I think that's actually, I love what you just said about Inc. Magazine, by the way, because, and not just because of that publication, that's not the relevant piece, but I think what um, is interesting in the pet space, and you and I, I think, just experienced this last week in Nashville, I think the true innovators in the pet space and the true entrepreneurs, or at least the ones that I, I identify with the most, are the ones that are pulling things and ideas and concepts from other industries. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's important, really, regardless of what industry you are in, that you look outside of it for new ideas because it's really easy to do what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. And the pet industry is just kind of tight-knit that way. And, yeah, that's where I think some of the, the most fun comes from bringing a concept from outside of the pet industry into the pet industry. Gosh, and I love this conversation because I do feel like, and this is something I'm very honest and I'm comfortable saying, but I do feel like the pet industry is fairly antiquated in some of the ways that we approach problems or try to solve mm-hmm. problems or think about think about solutions in general. There's mm-hmm. some antiquation that goes on or that is going right. on currently. And I think that becoming more current and modernizing and innovating within the pet space can be very scary for some folks that, are, that have been in the pet space for a long time. Have you had that same experience? Do you see that? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I do. I just saw a post. I'm not going to say who it was or where it was. I just saw a post the other day where somebody was complaining about how much a conference cost or, you know, an upcoming conference was going to cost. And I'm thinking, you can't afford not to be at that thing. That's right. I mean, what are you thinking? So I think what's cool, though, is the opportunity for, well, there's a lot of opportunity, but particularly for people who maybe are outside of the pet space that, have always wanted to do something that they were passionate about to bring their expertise or to transition themselves or their career into the pet industry, bringing along with them all the like brilliance and genius that they had on the other side. Oh my gosh. Um, Because we, we, we need it. Like we really need it. Come, come bring your, bring your, (laughs) bring your fabulousness to us and help us, you know, help to uplift the industry to a more, you know, professional, like you said, like a more innovative, professional, savvy level. Well, and there's so much of that happening too. And I, you just put that in such, I love the, the way that you just described that, that kind of shift that I think we're, we're looking at and we're facing right now as an industry. And, you know, I was, let me give you an example, actually, of something mm-hmm. that I just saw happen not too long ago. I was speaking at one of the pet boarding and daycare expo out in LA a couple of weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I was talking about, you know, hiring and staffing and it was to a bunch of daycare owners, right? So we're talking like mm-hmm. 400 people who own doggy daycares, mostly on the West Coast. that mm-hmm. drew from that, that right. drew, drew from those guys. And so everyone's there and they're all in it, right? Like they're all in it and they are passionate and they are, they're sharing their pain points and they're sharing their highs and lows and they're, t- and I see all of this stuff going on, right? What I wasn't seeing, and I, I said this out loud, 
what I wasn't seeing is the openness to mm-hmm. take risks and think of it from different perspectives. Because I think, so here's mm-hmm. the story. I'm looking out, I'm, I'm speaking and there's a, I'm looking at the whole audience and there are all these you know, amazing pet business owners just there right. because they want to be better and they want to figure out problems and they want, they want to do all these things. And I see this woman. There's a woman on the right-hand side, and she is, like, she's dressed well, right? She's dressed well. Right. She's got a real style about her. She just mm-hmm. she just didn't fit in, to be perfectly honest. I mean, she just sure. she didn't, like, this, which one doesn't belong? That one doesn't belong. Right. <laughs> and so, right, so three days into the conference, I'm walking in for my last, I'm walking to a room to do my last presentation, and she's waiting outside for me. And I've seen her around the oh. conference this whole time, yeah. right? She's waiting outside, and she said, Jamie, my name's Courtney, man speak with you for a moment and I I said sure I'd love to speak with you who are you I've been watching you like you don't like you don't really fit in here what's going on and she (laughs) said well and so her story was that she worked in a big marketing agency for a very long time doing some very high level stuff financially doing very well for herself Uh, she lived in Santa Monica like she has this but she decided at some point during that time in her career that she wanted to do something where she can work with pets she wanted to work in in this kind of passionate industry. So she quit her job having no idea what she, I know, right? No idea what she wanted to do. Think she wanted to open up a daycare. That was her thinking. I'm going to go and open up a doggy daycare. Wow, there happens to be this expo in my city. This is perfect. And you know what she told me? So she went there, right, with the intention of learning about how to open up a dog daycare business. And Uh the last day of the conference and what she wanted to talk about is she actually saw a way better opportunity for herself I mean, Kristen, this is exactly what happened. She said, after talking to all of these people and asking them questions, I think the way I can be really, really meaningful to this industry is by doing what I do best, which is understanding all of the marketing pieces. And that's what's missing. And I want to bring that to these folks. She completely changed her mind because like you just said, she had this incredible gift and talent and expertise skill set that she, she saw it. She saw that thing. She, the big light bulb went out. Here's this right. right? Like here's this amazing industry that's just ripe for innovation. Well, and, and, the, and the great thing about that is, you know, if, if her original mindset was, I'm going to leave all these years and experience of marketing behind to go open a doggy daycare, she would have been not only new to the industry, but new to, oh, how do you open a kennel? What are the best practices? What, you know, she'd have so much to learn. But instead, she's able to improve, you know, the doggy daycare world industry by contributing her knowledge in a new, now a more meaningful way to her. And that's what so, you've done. But isn't that exactly what you've done? I mean, haven't you I mean, done that same of, thing? Yeah, I would say that, you know, when I, my first job in the pet industry was as the PR director for the SPCA Tampa Bay. And cool. the funny thing is, I took that job just because I had just moved to Florida. I didn't know anyone. My husband introduced me to the executive director. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to work here until I figure out, you know, what I'm going to do. And P.S., 15 years later, I spent 15 years there. And what I learned there about and went to school for for public relations and learned a lot about the pet industry by working in the animal shelter, I then went on to start fetching communications because there was this missing, I first saw a gap in the industry where there were a lot of agencies that were dabbling in pet, but there was no one that was just dedicated to pet. And I thought, well, I can bring my knowledge of pet and my knowledge of PR into a whole new entity. And, and that's how fetching was born. And that's so, really, yeah, and think, you're, you really were, just to understand, you were the first person to do that, correct? To, to have a, just purely yeah, dedicated. Well, well, and just to be, 
to, I mean, to be clear about it, the first fetching is the first agency to be dedicated exclusively to pet and veterinary. That, that's what I meant. Yes, exclusively dedicated. Yeah, yeah. You weren't taking any other business, any other industries. You weren't entertaining any business from other industries. Right. You exactly. saw this as just so. I love this again. This is just there's so much good stuff, right? To thinking about, uh-huh. um, yeah. just, there's so much good stuff. Like you really do embody this idea of innovation and entrepreneurship and risk taking, and also just recognizing what your skill sets are and leveraging those mm-hmm. and growing a career out of it. All right. So on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Quick sponsor break. We're going to come back and talk about, uh, let's talk about some advice. And let's, when we come back, we'll talk yeah. about some things that we think people can do to put themselves out there in a meaningful way. All right. So we'll be back. Everybody stay tuned. Here's a word from our sponsor. You'll be back. Uh, we'll be back with Kristen Levine on Pet Life Radio Network. Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active for Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active for Pets. Ready to try Active for Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of active4pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat beautiful couture patterns for your pets including custom knitted formal wear casual wear, yachting and even sports themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. I am Jamie Migdahl, your host, and so happy to be here with you. We are speaking with my friend and colleague, Kristen Levine. I hope you're okay with me calling you my friend, and because it's been well established that I like you. <laughs> and so, yes, here we are with Kristen. That's I want to just go ahead and just have you repeat, if you wouldn't mind, your website. Yeah. And uh, Sure. You can find my website at kristenlevine.com. It's spelled K-R-I-S-T-E-N. L-E-V-I-N-E, KristenLevine.com. It's a great website, by the way. Just how did you, who who designed this? Did you, who put this together? I actually worked with a 
a, a small personal branding agency out of Oklahoma called Braid Creative. I actually worked with them for a couple of months in developing the whole personal brand because, you know, I, I went from running and operating pets and communications into this kind of pivot where I'm focused now on helping people live better lives through pets. So they helped me kind of come up with the creative and the look. And then I just hired a local uh, web developer here in the Tampa Bay area. Did you have a goal in mind for what you wanted this to be or did it evolve over a period of time? You know, that's a good question. I definitely had goals, but it totally evolved. Like the process, you know, it started out one way and working with these two ladies who were absolutely amazing, by the way, really helped me see myself. It's hard to develop a personal brand for yourself. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you're too close to you sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they were able to really help me to kind of step back and, and understand like what my value is to other people people as opposed to maybe what I thought my value was. Not that it was completely off, but, you know, it just helped. It really helped. And I think, you know, one of the things that I've kind of tried to consistently do throughout my career is to, pardon the cliche, but think out of the box in Mm -hmm. working with, like in this case, I chose Braid Creative because they weren't in the pet industry. I didn't want to look like anybody else what anybody else is doing. I wanted a really fresh perspective because ultimately my audience is the pet owner. My audience is not the, well, my audience, my pet lover audience is not in the pet industry. They are pet lover. That's right. Now my business audience is definitely in the pet industry, but I knew that the people coming to my blog would really just be pet lovers. So it doesn't matter. I don't have to stick to any criteria, so to speak. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because you do have a challenge. You have an inherent challenge to your business, which is that you are marketing yourself to two different audiences. Oh, my gosh. It's a daily challenge, yes. It is, right? I mean, because I think when people are thinking about about starting companies, one of the first things that you'll get advice on that any to-be entrepreneur would get there or business owner will say, because I know a lot of Mm -hmm. people do have the the entrepreneur issue. They don't like to, they don't know what to do with that title. So we'll call it business owner mm-hmm. that people sure. will tell you, you know, when you want to start a business, who's your customer, right? And, mm-hmm. and um, conventional wisdom would tell us that we're supposed to understand very clearly that who our customer is and develop a strategy around acquiring those customers. But, you know, you have a right. business as do I, by the way, with FetchFind, we have businesses that the customers are everybody, right? There's no, yeah. You can't delineate necessarily and that you have to create strategies and have objectives and goals and plans around being able to have messaging, right, for both of those sides of the marketplace. So how do you, are there any tips that you would give to someone who is thinking about creating a business that they're going to do some things where their customers are companies and some things where their customers are just a, a consumer in the public space? Yeah, I think what I would do, uh, what I would recommend is, and honestly, I didn't do this. <laughs> so this is why I did <laughs> Well, I did this is later. why you can recommend it, right? Right. That's why you know now because you didn't um, do it. Well, you know, because I I felt like I could communicate with both audiences with one website. And I still believe I can do that. I still am doing that and it's working. However, I would first, if you have one of those kind of unusual business models where you do have a dual audience, I would go to those audiences and find out, like test it, like get feedback from them on what they'd like to see or how they like to get information. So on my website, there's... How do you you recommend doing that? So let's look at what I did. So what I did was after um, I launched about 10 months ago, so last month I thought, you know what, I'm coming up on one year and I need to, it's time to make some adjustments and some changes. So I reached out to 10 people in marketing that I respect, some in the pet industry, some not, and I asked them if they would take 10 minutes to do a short survey. It was a five-question survey, use SurveyMonkey, and I asked them to spend 
five minutes on my website and then like five or 10 minutes on the survey to give me, and I was looking for really specific feedback, like basically saying you're a pet brand, you're looking for a blogger or an influencer or a spokesperson. Okay. That's that's who you are. You come to my site. Do you know what I do? Is it clear? Were you able to find the information easily? Like that's what I, it was just really simple, short and sweet. And then I sent them each a Starbucks gift card to make them feel like they had to do it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, (laughs) But, and they did. It was great. Actually, I asked them if they prefer Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts because some people like Dunkin' Donuts. So then on the pet, on my other audience side, my pet lovers, I went to Facebook, my Facebook audience, and also to my subscriber base. And I asked them, what do you most want to see here? And I gave them choices. I mean, because after all, I'm here to help you live a better life right. through, through your pet. That's but right. that's what I want to do. But maybe I should ask you what you want me to do. Isn't so that funny? Isn't that, mo- that yeah. moment, right, where you realize that, wait a minute, this isn't about me at all. I know. <laughs> this is, just, it is, this is not, I'm a vehicle, I'm a vessel. This is not about yeah. me. Right. And right. I really, and this, I would have no problem telling my clients this, but when it comes to yourself, that's why it's really important <laughs> to ask other people, particularly your specific audience, because I had this aha moment when they responded and they said, I was happy to know that they did want to see pet health information. They did want to know ways to save on pet care. And they wanted to see number three and four where we want to see funny pet videos and we want to see funny pet pictures. <laughs> I said, okay, fine. Okay. I can do that. That's actually a lot easier than what I'm trying to do. So, <laughs> so you know, I'm still, of course, blogging about how to live a happy, healthy life, but I'm trying to, I'm just tying it into some of what they've asked for. The pet consumer, I think that the needs of a pet consumer changes. And I think that what you did by doing the survey and, and giving the um, Dunkin' Donuts slash Starbucks gift cards away, but that in itself, again, very innovative thinking, which is, again, I think a trademark for who you about. And I think that really defines who you are in many ways. But it goes back to my whole thesis about the antiquation. Because pet owners today, I mean, I started in, as a dog walker in 1994. And I can tell you right now that the service level or the, the things that I created to service folks 20 years ago, if I were starting Mm -hmm. a dog walking company today, it would be a very different business model. And so, right? So like things really change and concepts evolve and thinking changes and evolves. And the fact that you are very aware of that and that you're proactive around that is a great lesson for people coming to the industry and quite honestly, probably even a better lesson for people who have already been in the pet industry. Mm-hmm. That is how we move the industry forward by really understanding right. the needs of the marketplace and, and addressing those needs and being able to deliver a high quality product or service and uh, thus, of course, elevating every part of, of the relationship between people and pets and it's just amazing to mm-hmm. me to hear you talk about it and to hear how just naturally like you have these like these like concentric circles that you've done I can't I have this like Venn diagram in my head about who you are and uh, I well, I do it's know. cool it's cool because like you really like you have this if you can see me I'm sitting in my office and I'm like moving my arms around up in the sky to like show <laughs> you this Venn diagram thing I have for you but you are really living and practicing your belief system. Uh, well, it's truly, I, well, I, it's authentic. I, and I really, I really do appreciate that. And I'm glad that the perception is that I'm doing all that right. But the reality is, and this is just advice I would give to anyone that's looking to change careers or that's looking to start a company or what have you, is you can do it by yourself. You, you will shortchange yourself and your potential mm-hmm. customers. So, mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for a few things, like obviously networking big time. And I have a virtual business, so I sit here in my home office and work. And it's you really have to work hard <laughs> to get out and network. But do good networking and also coaching. And coaching doesn't have to be expensive. There are ways that you can get business coaching, you know, as a group or, you know, online. There are affordable ways to do that if you, you know, if you can't get one-on-one private coaching. Will you go and ahead, then, and, will you go ahead quickly yeah. and just name a couple of your favorite resources for that, whether they're websites or people, just something that people can at least take a uh-huh. look at. What do you recommend? Sure, sure. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll some of the late, the new ones. Um, oh my gosh, women. Some of them yeah, with, uh, totally women. Yeah, absolutely. Women in the pet industry network. That is a huge, huge asset. Uh, not only network, but I sometimes I forget that it's there. And I just today I went and I posted a question, and I've already got three answers. Yeah. So it's great. So wait, I just want to make sure we say we reiterate what this is for people listening. It's called Women in the Pet Industry network um Whippin. you can google it you can find it uh kristen and i are both members of this organization the founder mm-hmm. of the organization is a very authentic amazing person herself and it isn't just for women by the way i think that's important to say we have several <laughs> ma- male male members but it is a great 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 resource go ahead kristen who what were the other and then i think i think you know thinking more specifically about what it is that you do like i'm blogging now so i just joined a network called learn to blog mm-hmm. and it's these two two gentlemen out i don't even know i don't even know where they are but they're amazing they're amazing and I am part of their private Facebook page because I'm a member now and same thing I wanted some feedback on a piece of content that I was creating to give as a freebie for people who would opt in and I put it up on this private Facebook page and I I just said hey what do you guys think about this and I got great feedback like everything from content to hey your font the gray is too light. I can't read it. <laughs> and that's a non-pet industry um, resource, correct? And that's, that's, not, just, that's, yeah, that's not, that, there actually that's right. are a lot of pet industry people that are members, but right. Learn to blog is for any blogger. Learn to blog. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm sad to say this, but we're actually running out of time. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel like we're going to need to do a V2 of this. So we'll make sure that we do I'm that. In. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, in. I'm not saying, in fact, you're the first person I think I've said that to. Like, I don't say that lightly. I feel like there's so much here, such depth and such uh, important and useful stuff that I, I want to make sure that people can get as much of you as possible. But they can also do that, of course, by going to your website, kristenlevine.com. On your website, I'm looking at it right now, and you do have uh, a contact me link, link, link. If you want me, if you want to get to me quicker or more directly, my Twitter handle is at pet living. My phone set to give me notifications when people like direct message me. So it's kind of annoying, but at least I'll know right away that you're trying okay. to reach. <laughs> okay. That's great. Now that's actually really great. Cause I think one of the things that we've had really, we've been really lucky with our guests um, on the show. Everyone's been very willing to be a source, a resource for listeners mm-hmm. that have questions. So I like that you just said well, that. I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Thanks. And I just, I love what I'm doing too. So I want to help other people, you know, find, find ways to, to build a business around a passion. I totally agree. And that's why we're here. And that's one of the things that we do to give back to our community, um, both in the pet space and beyond. So everybody, you now have Kristen's information. You have her website and her Twitter handle. So I encourage you to reach out to Kristen. Of course, you may always reach out to me at jamie at petliferadio.com, or you can visit my website, my personal website, which is jamiemigdahl.com, and my company's website, which I'm going to go ahead and give a shameless plug to fetchfind.com, F-E-T-C-H-F-I-N-D. And that website actually is very appropriate for all of these conversations because 
because FetchFind is a company that is designed to help people find opportunities to work in the pet space. So there's the tie-in, pretty obvious tie-in. So Kristen, thank you so much for joining My us today. My pleasure. Anytime. Uh, I would love to come back anytime. And thanks I, so much for having me. You're so coming back, whether you like it or not. And we'll talk about <laughs> like some fashion and we'll talk about resources and all the good things. Kristen, thank you so much. Okay, everybody, right. for, for Pet Life Radio and for Pets Mean Business, I am Jamie Migdal. I've really enjoyed the time that I've got to spend with you today and with our friend Kristen. Um, anything you need, anything you want, it is yours to have. And you can reach me or Kristen or anyone that we've had on this show and ask them questions. Let us help you and let's help everyone be great. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode of Pets Mean Business. Have a great one. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.